0: And now on BBC Radio 4, it's time once again to join the show business legend, raconteur, after-dinner speaker and beard and moustache wearer's man most least likely to shave, 1968 to 1969, Count Arthur Strong. Though some four decades since his last title, Count Arthur still proudly sports a moustache to this day. If you look carefully at a photograph of his head, the more eagle-eyed among you may be able to spot it for yourselves, slightly above the top lip of his top lip. Join him now for this week's instalment of Count Arthur Strong's Radio Show. <laughs> Apply glue sparingly to both parts and allow it to dry before pressing together firmly. Right, let's have a squirt on that and uh, squirt on that put those down there in front of the electric fire for a bit to dry you know I shouldn't be having to glue these spectacles together they should be guaranteed for life not five minutes I'm just lucky I didn't do myself some serious mischief when I sat on them those (laughs) ear bits could have gone anywhere They've, they've, they've got a nasty bend in them as well those yes another inch to the left and we'd be talking about surgery there oh sod it what it is to be popular. Hello. Were you aware that there are local council elections in this ward on the 27th? No. Were you aware that Cliff Richard's real name is Peter Pan of Pop? Er, uh, no. Well, it was in the advertiser this morning, so we've both learnt something today, haven't you? <laughs> Pleasure doing business with you. Goodbye. I think my fact was more interesting than his. And it was better told. Oh, for crying out loudly. Yes. Uh, sorry, it's me again. Look, I don't know any more than I've already told you. You'd have to get an advertiser yourself. I expect he was probably born in Russia with a name like Peter Popov. It's a fair assumption. You'd probably have to keep it quiet because of the cold so. And, um, Cold War... Uh, he is doing a concert with the Shadows, if that helps you out. It did say that. Yeah, no, no, it's not about that. Oh, yeah, now then. I've just had a thought. He represented Great Britain, didn't he, in the European Fish Wars? <laughs> FM, um, Song Wars, contest. Oh, you know, the European Fish Contest that Terry Wogan does. What happens about that, then? Now all this has come out. Well, I don't know. Well, I would imagine he'd be disqualified. You can't have a Russian representing England in the Eurovision Star Wars. Where would it all end? In some Eurovision war? Um, I'm not here to talk about Cliff Richard. That's not there's why... A, there's he... another thing. Do, do we still call him Cliff Richards, or do we call him Peter Popov of Pop now? Eh? Because they'd have to change his name on all the records, wouldn't they? I bet the record company's furious with him. It's just, it's just a nickname. Peter Pan of Pop. You know, Peter Pan... Don't be ridiculous. Peter Pan is a made-up name. He doesn't really exist. It's a storybook for children. Yes, it's about a boy who never grows up. That's why they call Cliff Richard it. What are you talking about, never grows up? He's about 70. (laughs) And listen, for a kickoff, it's always a woman who is Peter Pan. Anita Harris, she's done it. Um, Petuna Clark, Bonnie Lungful. You want to get your facts right. Next, you'll be telling me that the man who brought us congratulations has a little fairy that follows him round everywhere. (laughs) Come on, at least credit me with some intransigence. Look, there are local council elections on the 27th of this month. That's why I'm here. I'm not remotely interested in Peter Pan. I want to know if we can rely on your vote. Well, how can I say? You haven't even told me what party you are. Yeah, that's because you haven't let me get a word in. All you've talked about is Cliff Richard. It was you that brought him up. It wasn't. Why, Why would I? He was very popular. People called him the Cliff Richard of Pop. <laughs> you know, I've often thought of standing for Parliament. If I wasn't such a busy celebrity, I'd get lots of votes, I would, as well, because of who I am and the infection in which I'm held upon. Who are you? Oh, there we go. Another one playing silly beggars. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go. Oh, well, thank you for keeping me on the doorstep talking about something you don't want to talk about. I'm trying to stick my reading glasses together when you've finished. I sat on them last night when I was watching How to Look Good and Naked. (laughs) I missed the end. Here, you don't know what happened in it, do you? Suit yourself. Idiot. We'd be in the right state with that lot in power, whoever they are, probably the monstrous, ravenous lunatic's party. <laughs> right, let's see if my glue's set. Oh, so press firmly together, and there we are, as good as oh, with our sodding things. Right, I've had enough of this, I'm not messing about with glue anymore. I'm off back to the shop with these, they can sodding well change them. <laughs> morning do you need any help with anything yes i do i want some glasses frames and i want them for nothing what is this a robbery hey eh? i want some glasses frames and i want them for nothing you as well i thought you worked here i i do well work here then and make sense sorry um how can i help you My glasses, which I purchased recently from your establishment, fell apart yesterday for no apparent reason whilst I was in the midst of watching one of my television programmes of mine I watch. As a consequence of that, I had to miss the climax of it. Now, I'm not seeking any recompense for loss of watching. Um, That could be deemed an act of God. Though why he would want to make me miss how to look naked, I do not know. (laughs) God works in miserable ways. Can I see your glasses? There we are. They just cleaved themselves asunder in half and fell off. I didn't even sit on them properly. I've never sat on them at all. Have you tried sticking them together? Yes, I have, to save you money, because that's the sort of person I am that I would try to save you money gluing my own pair of testicles together. Uh, when did you say you got those? Recently. How recently? Well, um, it was definitely after we won the World Cup, I remember that. <laughs> what, what a, a football? That, that was about 50 years ago. That's what I'm saying. It was well after that. A long, long time after we won the World Cup. Much nearer to the the today end of things. The the thing is, they don't really make frames like these anymore. Oh, listen, get me Mr Dyson. I'll speak to him. No offence, but, you know, you haven't a clue, you. It's like talking to some kind of glove puppet. (laughs) Mr Dyson? Yes, Mr Dyson, with his name above the door. Your boss, he sold me these flawed spectacles. This shop hasn't been Dyson's for well over a decade. What is it then? In focus, we're part of a chain. That's what I meant. In focus, get me him. Oh, I don't suppose you have a receipt? Are you joking? You're asking me if I still have a receipt for a pair of glasses I got over ten years uh, weeks ago. Oh, it must be all of that now. Doesn't time fly out the window when your glasses um, snap? <laughs> I'm afraid there's nothing I can do. I don't think these glasses have been stocked for years, and they're very strict at head office about having the right paperwork. Well, quite frankly, I'm appalled. Appalled at the injustice of it all. It always comes down to the little man fighting the system, doesn't it, eh? Well, I'll tell you something. Thanks to you and your attitude to my flawed glasses, the little people have just found themselves a the new champion, the Wonder Horse. Erm, um, of <laughs> I've been toying with the notion since this morning, but you've just pushed me into the precipice. Let it be known this day that I, Count Arthur Strong, intend to stand in the local elections. And when I'm elected, I shall be tabling a very cross-party motion at the earliest possible juncture about my glasses and the shoddy um treatment you've afforded me. Good day. Never known anything like it. they won't won't know which way up the bread's buttered on when I finish with them Good morning Count Strong Malcolm, just the very person I wanted to half see Are you busy? I'm just on my way into town Right, well I'm commandeering you But I'm going to spend a book voucher There's more at stake here than book crouchers I've got a job for you What is it? What would you say if I told you I was going to stand for higher public office Um, Erm, good? Yes, it is good, you're quite right it's good for you, and it's good for the nation. I've always fancied getting into politics. It's about time they had a new face, Gerry busting and filimandering them up at Westminster. What's the job? I'm going to need someone to oversee my campaign. The position available is campaign manager, um, assistant manager. Assistant manager? If you play your cards right, when I achieve high office, you could end up being my Alistair... Um, McGowan. <laughs> well, him that does David Beckham. Who's David Beckham? He's a footballer. What are you talking about him for? Well, because Alastair McGowan does impressions, he does loads of different people. <laughs> I can only do Sir Black. Cilla Black? Let's go over to our Graham for a little reminder. <laughs> what are you doing that for? Stop it, it's horrible. <laughs> I don't want you doing that on people's doorsteps not end up home secretary with you howling like a banshee in people's faces. <laughs> now come on, let's go to Jerry's cafe. We'll use that as our HQ quarters. Hello, Arthur. Malcolm. Hello, Mr Edwards. Jerry? what can I get you? Um, one glass of water, one cup of tea, two bacon sandwiches and two of those individual packets of ginger nuts. I don't know what Malcolm's having. <laughs> uh, j- just a coffee, please. That'll keep you awake, will that? Oh, we'll be sat over there with Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Come on, Malcolm. Hello, you two. You're waiting for the white rabbit. Uh, you mean the Welsh rabbit? No, the white rabbit. Is he doing rabbit now? Who? Jerry. What are you on about, Sally? I'm talking about the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland at Wonderland. <laughs> Not an edible rabbit. Why? Because, Geoffrey, the white rabbit is synonymous with Tweedledum and Simon D. <laughs> Alice said, Neverland. Do you not know anything about the writings of Lewis Collins? Him that used to be in the professionals. The professionals? Oh, I used to like that. Him from upstairs downstairs, wasn't it? Wasn't he? He was the butler. Yeah, Mr. Hudson. What are you talking about upstairs and eiderdowns for? Are you... You look right in the head, you two. It's like being in a paralytic universe. <laughs> anyway, shut up the lot of you. I'm sick of the sight of you. Ooh, I, I'm glad you're here as it goes. Why? What's up? Uh, Malcolm, perhaps this can be your first official business as my personal campaign assistant manager. I, uh, I, I don't know what to tell them. I, I don't know what's happening. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Here, I'll tell you what. Why don't you do your set of black again for them? Surprise, surprise! Oh, stop it! You idiot! Horrible as that, it goes right through you. It's like someone's done a drawing of nails on a blackboard in in squeaky chalk. You said to do it. I was being sarcastic. You're going to have to be a damn sight better than that when I'm doing my hustings on my hump. Just watch me. Uh, As you two should know, there are very important elections um, um, coming up on the 20-something of... um, It's one of the months. Um, So, you know, put that date in your diaries. Because the wonderful news is, everybody, that I have decided to fight this election on a buy Parmesan one-platform ticket for all, whatever that means. You do hear them saying it. Make a note of that, Malcolm. Find out what it means in case I say it again. And, um, and James Knighty presses me on it when I'm on the Today programme. I've heard him on that. They go for your Jaguar. Jaguar. Uh, you, uh, you I haven't got a pen or paper. Dear, oh dear. You can use my pen. Thank you, Geoffrey. Malcolm, get a, um, a big pile of Jerry's napkins to write on until you can afford a new lapdog. Um... <laughs> Then you can carry it around everywhere and write everything I say down on it in triplicate. So you're going to stand in the local election? Correct. What brought this on? Well, as you know, I've always stood up for the underprivileged and all that sort of thing, and um, I want to get a white paper passed on glasses frames. I want there to be a radical rethink about the way opticians talk to me. As to you, out of people... And I shall be pursuing this most vigorously when I am elected. Have you got all that? How do you spell underprivileged? Oh, for crying out loud. Just put all the half-wits. You should know how to spell that. What party do you represent, then? Well, I expect I'm an independent, aren't I? Uh, Standing on a transparency and fair play ticket. Um, Like that bloke that read the news and wore the white suits. Martin uh, Shaw. That's him. (laughs) That's him. He took a stance against that couple that looked like Fanny Craddock. Um... <laughs> Let's have a think. Um, the Independent Allowance Party. How does that sound? Allowance? What allowance? I haven't had any expenses yet. You said allowance. I did not. I said alliance. The Independent Alliance. And I think you'll find when he reads the minutes back, you owe me an apology. Did you get all that, Malcolm, in case it goes to court? Um, I'm having trouble keeping up. Who are you allied to if it's an alliance? Well, I'll be allied to, uh, you know, the. Um... Oh, I don't care. I don't care who I'm allied to. Allied bloody carpets, if it suits you, eh? If it will shut you up. I have more important things to think about. Um, right, come on. Let's have a think tank. Ideas. Ideas, people. I need ideas. Let's run up and down the flagpole and see if we like it. Oh, what about a jumble sale? No, how's a jumble sale going to get me any votes? Look at the bigger picture, Geoffrey. Suggest something like me standing on the steps of the town hall, pressing the flesh of the public thong. (laughs) (laughs) Now, come on, think. Ideas. So, so far, we've got a jumble sale, which I still can't see how that's going to get me any votes, frankly, Geoffrey, so we can scrub that now. And... Nothing else, eh? Well, that's wonderful, isn't it? Some fish tank this is. Huh? Is there nothing happening at the church hall today? You're the caretaker. What day do the Women's Institute do? I'll address them. Well, they only do once a fortnight, and they did it yesterday. Oh, well, thank you for telling me. There's only the nursery on Happy Tots until three o'clock. The nursery? That's it. I've just had one of my eureka moments. <laughs> What was it that said, When the hearts, minds, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes... <laughs> of the children and the parents will follow. What do you mean? I'll address the children. It'll be like when Gordon Brown goes round to school in his vest and, and looks at the computer screens. Hey, it'll be a photo opportunity. Who's got a camera? I'm not sure that's a good idea. Well, I am, so shut up. Um, right, Malcolm... Hurry up and finish doing the minutes because I want you to get on publicity now. Do posters on the rest of those napkins. In fact, take some more of them. If he runs out, I've got a big pile of his napkins at home. (laughs) I've been using them for toilet paper. (laughs) Hey, I tell you what, we can do some door-to-door canvassing on the walk there. You can all come out with me on my stumps. I haven't got the time to spend today go knocking on doors. Well, thank you very much, Sally. Sorry I've got things to do. Marvellous. I'll remember this, Sally, when I'm having one of my cocktail parties in Westminster Abbey. <laughs> Stay where you are, you two. You, you can come with me to the first house and watch what I do. Here, I'll tell you what, Jeffrey. you go home and get your video camera. You can film me talking to the voters. Yeah, we can sell that to the six o'clock news. If Harry Hill's paying £250 a throw, imagine how much the news will pay, eh? It'll all go in my war chest. Come on, get on with it. Right, you two, we'll do this one first, number seven. Start filming when they open the door. Just stand behind me and watch how we do things in politics. Yes, I was born to do this sort of thing, you know. I don't know why someone didn't approach me sooner. I'm very much a hands-on people person. That's what's got me where I am. Either politics or the diplomatic corps. I'm suited to either, being a man of the people. Come on, you bloody idiot! <laughs> Hello? Hello? Wonderful. No idioting, Hey, eh? We'll do next door. Get through that gap in the hedge. Ooh, she's hanging a washing out. Geoffrey, I, I could be handing her her washing to hang up. The common touch, they all do things like that. Um, get your camera going. <clears throat> Excuse me, love. Here, what are you doing coming through the edge? Do you mind if my colleague films me handing you your washing to hang up? What? I want to hand you your washing while my colleague films us. Let me pass you your damp knickers. I'll do no such thing. Basta! Basta! (coughs) Go on, see them off! See them off! Get out of the way! Malcolm, (coughs) ship yourself! Get out of the gates! Come on! (coughs) What did you do that for, you lunatic? I'll tell you something. One of my first measures when I get elected will be on-the-spot fines for dogs chasing me up paths, And it will be retrospective, so I'd get saving up if I was you. Oh, hello. It's you again. Oh, well, if it isn't Captain Hook. Captain Hook? (laughs) Yes, Captain Hook from the film, Peter Panapop. Is that him from the film? No, he's not from the film. I don't really understand. There's nothing for you to understand. It's nothing to do with you or oh, understanding. Shut up. Can I stop filming now? Are you still filming, you nitwit? Dear, <laughs> oh dear, it's like being out with Laurel and Hardy and Willis. Did I hear you say when I get elected? Yes, you did. Now then, that shut you up, hasn't it? Bit of competition now, isn't there? Eh? Hey? Things just got a whole lot tougher for you. Funny, I thought I knew everyone I was up against. Who are you fighting the seat for? Well, if you must know, it's a party new to the political scene. The Independent Allotment Party. (laughs) So, I suppose you registered some time ago, did you? Oh, yes. Did you have any trouble getting all your nominations? Nominations? Yes, the ten nominations you're supposed to have. On the nominations paper, you get to fill in from the town hall. Oh, that... Oh, yes, I've got one of those. Don't worry about that. Um, Ian, I'll tell you something. I've got a lot more than ten on mine. Is that all you've got? Ten? That's not going to get you up to the highest echelons of politics, is it? It's all you need. There's no room on the paper for any more names. Well, you know, I think you'll find we managed to squeeze another couple of hundred on there. Just to be on the safe side. Anyway, can't stand around here all day. I've got a big rally I'm addressing this afternoon. See you on the 20 something. Ta ta. Stop it. Where am I going to get 10 signatures from? Who can I bank on? Um, there's you and uh, Jeffrey, that's two. Uh, mine, that's three. Um, Bloody Sally, I'm going to have to start chasing around after her now. That's four. Uh, Jelly, Jack, Wilf, that's seven. Um, I would ask Mrs. Healy, except she has an irritable bowel, selfish to the end. Um, <laughs> I can sign it again in someone else's name. That's eight. Um, Just got to think of another two. Um, Listen, in the meantime, Malcolm, get down to the town hall and get me a nomination, uh, Duda. Stick some of those poster napkins through the doors on the way as well. Um, Geoffrey, let's get down to the church hall and you can explain to them what's happening before we start. Um, Is there any music you've got you can put through the speakers for my entrance? Well, they usually play a bit of music when they have their games at nursery. Good. Um, And set up the camera properly. Um, This could be on all the channels, this rally could. It's not every day someone of my pedigree from the world of show business stands for high office. Right, I've set the camera up and most of them are sitting down. Are there many in? Well, it's just the nursery, isn't it? Was there no walk-up? No, it's just the toddlers and two helpers. Well, you'd have thought there'd been a bit of walk-up once those napkins started circulating, wouldn't you? Did you sort some music out for my entrance? Yes, but it's... Good. Now, shush a minute. Um, (laughs) Let me do my vocal warm-up. Chewing toffee. I am chewing toffee. (laughs) the rain on the stain still mainly under Spain <laughs> Peggy Babcock, Peggy um, Badcock, Betty dog. <laughs> there. there we are, all done ready as I'll never be right, get out there and put the music on, I'll, I'll take the music as my cue to stride out when you see me, slowly fade it right out to nothing. Well, all right, but you won't lie. Oh, no, the... just do it, will you? <laughs> hey, Just do it while I'm in the Ozone, as they call it. <laughs> Come on, you can do it, Arthur. Nelly the elephant packed her trunk and said goodbye to the she went with a trunk to What's that he's put on the idiot? Nelly the elephant? Oh, how very presidential. Hey. Do you know, words fail to escape me. <laughs> all right! <laughs> well, all right! We're going to win this thing! All right! <laughs> so I would say to you, can we win this thing? Yes, we can. We got three glasses frames for myself. For everyone. Yes, we can. This lady's not for burning. <laughs> <laughs> so my fellow Ammonians, Americans, our English, fellow English comes. what you can do for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Ask instead what you can do for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now I'd like to throw the floor open and swallow mm-hmm. the lot of you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the brief question and answer session. Count Strong, Count Strong. What? Where have you been? Well, I've been the to town all, haven't I? Did you get my nomination stuff? No, I didn't. What? Oh, let me stop this. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. boys and girls, that's the end of the mm-hmm. B&Q very illuminating don't forget to tell your mums and dads to vote for me oh if any of you can write your names see me after ich bin ein Berliner good night well I think we should have one or two votes there we can count on it doesn't matter because you can't stand it's all too late what the nominations paper was supposed to be in a month ago Well, isn't that just wonderful, eh? After all this, I've put myself through. Hello there. Oh, Captain Sensible, who let you in? Well, your campaign's manager gave me one of your official napkins. Assistant manager. (laughs) Fascinating speech, I thought. Really? Yes, you could really see who your political influences were. Could you? Oh, yes, let's see. I heard Neil Kinnock, President Kennedy, President Obama, Huckleberry Hound... (laughs) Lady Thatcher, and that middle Mussolini section was a masterstroke. (laughs) Quite a tour de force. Well, you know, they do say I'm a natural oratoria, you know. Well, thanks for the entertainment. See you at the count, no doubt. Do you know, I I think I may have misjudged him, thanking me for the entertainment. Oh, well, I I think I'll stand next year instead. After all, I've done all the spade work now, eh? And I'll never lose that goodwill I've built up with my bounce factor. (laughs) Right, come on, let's get down to the shoulder and have a celebratory sherbet. Yeah, anyway, I suppose we could always send that clip of the dog chasing us down the path to You've Been Flayed. <laughs> <laughs> Appearing with Count Arthur Strong were Mel Gedroych, Alistair Kerr, Dave Manfield, and Terry Kilkelly as Malcolm. The script was written by Steve Delaney and edited by Graham Duff. Count Arthur Strong's radio show was recorded live at Comedia Brighton, is produced by John Leonard and Mark Radcliffe, and is a joint Comedia Entertainment and Smooth Operations production.